You're listening to Tall Americano with Rob Clark. There's a couple different paths that we could take in life. And some of you may be on this first path. It's what I would consider the predictable, maybe even safe path. And and it's not necessarily bad. In fact, if it's something that you want to do and it makes you happy and that's your goal in life, then, then great. But it's this idea that you're in high school and you think you know what you want to do for the rest of your life. So you go into university and, and take that degree. And that degree allows you to find a job in some city. You move there. You buy a house. And now you want to stay in that role for the next 40 to 50 years until you retire. And, and of course, again, if that makes you happy, then there's nothing wrong with that. But of course, there's other paths. And one of the other paths is on the other end of the spectrum. It's the person that doesn't go to university, or if they do go to university, they end up getting a degree that doesn't necessarily going to apply to what they're going to do for the rest of their life. And so they get out and, and they take a job, and, and not much long after that, maybe they switch to a new job, maybe even a new industry, maybe even a new city. And they kind of bounce around from different things, and, and, and ultimately, that's just they're trying to find the right fit for them. Or maybe the fit is they just like to do these new things and new innovations. And that's perfectly fine, too. That's another path that I think is perfectly fine. But one of the issues is, is that path, often our society and our culture could try to create fear around that path, meaning that if you don't stay at the same house, then you're going to lose money in real estate. Or if you don't stay in the same job, then you're not going to have the security down the road. Or if you get out of your lane, your special education points you in this one direction. If you get out of that lane, then you're going to have to start all over again. And in some ways, it feels that it's true. And especially for those of us that are are not 20 years old anymore, because sometimes you get into your 30s and especially as you get into 40s and 50s or even older, you start to think, okay, now it's just no longer uh, an option for me. I'm too old to start all over again. It's, it's, it's too late for me to try something new. And sometimes it could feel like that. We hear people like Mark Zuckerberg say that, you know, basically young people are smarter. Now, I think Mark can say that because he's a genius. But the data shows that that just isn't true. In fact, a recent study done by MIT pointed out that for tech founders, if you're going to start up a tech company, that if you're 50 years old, that you're actually twice as likely to be successful than if you're just 30 years old. And as a 30-year-old, you're going to be more successful than if you're 20 on average. And so it's this idea that, that you don't have to be young to start new things. You don't have to be young to be successful in starting something or to make a change. And, and that's the other thing in, in that path is that we think that we need to stick to one thing. But again, the data shows that that's just not true. I mean, we look at one of the most successful business stories of all time in Amazon. And with Jeff Bezos, he was 30 years old when he first started working on Amazon. And so he graduated as an engineer. But then he went into a a different field where he went into banking. And then from there, he went into hedge funds. And then it wasn't until after that that he went as an entrepreneur to start Amazon. And of course, we know where Amazon is today. Now, a story that I actually probably like more than Jeff's is that of Colonel Sanders. And of course, you know who Colonel Sanders is. Now, I'm not a fan of fried chicken. I don't think it's good for you. It's definitely not good for your heart. But I love Colonel Sanders. 
Now, here's, here's a guy that started off, and when he first started working, he worked on a steam engine. He worked on a train as a conductor. And then from there, he bounced all over the place. He was in the U.S. Army. He was a sales insurance for a while. He started a ferry boat business. He sold tires. And then he was a gas station attendant. And it was there at that gas station that he was selling chicken on the side. And at the age of 62 years old was the first time that he sold his recipe. You know, the famous recipe, seven herbs and spices. And it wasn't until about 10 years later, until his early 70s, that KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, really became the franchise that we know of it today. So here's a guy that's bounced all over the place. And he was later in life. He was in his 60s and into his 70s, really before things took off. And there's stories like this all over the place. And we can definitely hit on these billion-dollar businesses because they're success stories. But I think it's just as important to think about the stay-at-home mom. You think about the stay-at-home mom, and a lot of people may be thinking, well, they stay at home. What do they do? They change diapers all day long. They, they babysit all day long. Really, what value is in that? And of course, no married man would ever say that about his wife that stays at home with the kids. But think about it from a business perspective. Think about it from this idea of what are they going to do when the kids start getting older? As the kids are now in school and now the kids don't require as much energy as they once did. And you start to think about these women that in their prime years, in their 20s and maybe even in their 30s, they stayed at home to raise these kids. But think about the experiences that they would have. They could manage a schedule, that they could prepare meals and put them together on a tight timeline. They can keep alive individuals. They can operate on short amount of sleep. Now, that's someone that in the, the work world, that's someone that is innovative and creative, that can do all those things on a few hours of sleep for over years and years on end. And so even if you're a stay-at-home mom, and, and again, I'm not looking down on that, and I know how hard of a job that is, but even as a stay-at-home mom, that maybe you're in your 30s or in your 40s, or maybe your kids are out of the house now and you're an empty nester, now's the perfect time to switch it up. Maybe you do want to get some education, or maybe there's just something because you have so much experience over the last 10 to 20 years that you're going to start something totally new, totally innovative, and just something that you want to do. But the point that I'm trying to drive home here is that those of us that are wired to bounce around, that the world may seem like we're all over the place, that we're all over the map, is that it's never too late and it's never the wrong time to make a change. That if you're 40 years old, like me, I'm 42, I know I got a good 40 years. I believe I got a good 60 years left. But at minimum, I got a good 40 years left. Even if you're 60 years old, you have a good 20, 30 years left in you. And you need to know that even though it seems like it's a young man's game out there and that it's probably too late for you or you're not doing the thing that you loved or the thing you wish you always did, because whether your parents or your friend or the economy or, or whatever it may have been have, have driven you a certain direction, it's not too late to make that change. It's not too late to go another route. And so maybe it is selling your house and moving to a different city, or maybe it's simply quitting your current job and, and doing the thing that you always wanted to love, that you always wanted to do. It's not too late. And we need to understand and recognize that the world today, the world that we live in, rewards us 
those that are willing to take risks, those of us that are willing to make a change, we are rewarded now more than ever. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And it would mean so much to me if you left a rating or a comment. Reach out to me at any time at thisisrobclark at gmail.com.